Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Coming up on 5-Minute News... U.S. House vote holds Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress. India celebrates a billion vaccine doses. And U.S. warns of desperate refugees as climate warms. It's Friday, October 22. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. House of Representatives voted on Thursday to hold Steve Bannon, a longtime ally and aide to former President Trump, in contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena from the committee investigating the violent January 6 Capitol insurrection. In a rare show of bipartisanship on the House floor, the committee's Democratic chairman, Mississippi Representative Benny Thompson, led the floor debate along with Republican Liz Cheney of Wyoming, one of two Republicans on the panel. Still, the vote was 229 to 202, with all but nine GOP lawmakers who voted saying no. The House vote sends the matter to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, where it will now be up to prosecutors in that office to decide whether to present the case to a grand jury for possible criminal charges. It's still uncertain whether they will pursue the case. Attorney General Merrick Garland would only say at a House hearing on Thursday that they plan to make a decision consistent with the principles of prosecution. The partisan split over Bannon's subpoena and over the committee's investigation in general is emblematic of the raw tensions that still grip Congress nine months after the Capitol attack. Democrats have vowed to comprehensively probe the assault in which hundreds of Trump supporters battered their way past police, injured dozens of officers and interrupted the electoral count, certifying President Joe Biden's victory. Republicans call the probe a witch hunt and say it's a waste of time and argue that Congress should be focusing on more important matters than the insurrection. Critics say the very fabric of American democracy is at stake after the attempted coup in which five people died. India celebrated giving its billionth COVID-19 vaccine dose on Thursday, a hopeful milestone for the South Asian country where the Delta variant fueled a crushing surge earlier this year and missteps initially held back its inoculation campaign. About half of India's nearly 1.4 billion people have received at least one dose, while around 20% are fully immunised, according to Our World in Data. 
Many of those shots have come in just the past couple of months after the rollout languished in the first half of the year amid vaccine shortages and problems with the system for rolling them out. The success of the campaign has been credited with driving down coronavirus cases since the devastating months at the start of the year, when India was recording hundreds of thousands of infections a day, hospitals buckled under the pressure, and crematoriums and graveyards became overwhelmed. But experts warn that India must speed up the delivery of second shots in order to ensure the outbreak doesn't flare up again. The government is now optimistic that the country's rising vaccine supply will be enough to cover its international and domestic commitments. The Earth's warming and resulting natural disasters are creating a more dangerous world of desperate leaders and people, the Biden administration said Thursday in the federal government's starkest assessments yet of security and migration challenges facing the United States as the climate worsens. The Defense Department for years has called climate change a threat to U.S. national security. But Thursday's reports by the Departments of Defense and Homeland Security, National Security Council and Director of National Intelligence provide one of the government's deepest looks yet on the world's stability and resulting heightened threats to U.S. security, as well as its impact on migration. They include the first assessment by intelligence agencies on the impact of climate change, identifying 11 countries of greatest concern, from Haiti to Afghanistan. Another report, the first by the government focusing at length on climate and migration, recommends a number of steps, including monitoring the flows of people forced to leave their homes because of natural disasters, and working with Congress on a groundbreaking plan that would add droughts, floods and wildfires, and other climate-related reasons, to be considered in granting refugee status. Each year, storms, the failure of seasonal rains and other sudden natural disasters force an average of 21.5 million people from their homes around the world, the UN High Commissioner for Refugees says. As part of its push on Thursday, the administration released the first-ever national intelligence estimate on climate change, a document intended to signal the importance placed on the issue. National intelligence estimates are benchmark documents created by U.S. intelligence agencies that are intended to inform decision-making and analysis across government. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. 
You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.